something smelled and it wasn't coming from me or Alexis. <laughs> Hey guys, welcome back to Addicted to Trails. Hey, hey, hey. This is our podcast where we talk about all things adventure travel. So hiking, hiking camping, national parks, road trips. Yes. So I'm Alexis. I'm Erica. So welcome back. This is episode two. Um, so for our podcast episode today, we decided to talk about our funniest travel stories. So some of the funniest things that yeah. we have encountered or done ourselves like. You're yeah. in for a treat. So whenever we're traveling, either with just each other or um, our family, like crazy things happen to us just automatically, like There's no matter where we go. There's something that happens, yeah. always. So we're going to, we had a little brainstorming session to figure out like what were the funniest things that have ever happened to us while we're traveling. So um, we're going to go through them right now. So Erica, what is the first one? <laughs> what is our, What is one of the funniest travel stories to this you? This one always sticks out to me just because of how embarrassing but hilarious it was. Like, we'll just dive into it. It was, what, last fall? We Summer. Summer, fall. <laughs> we flew to the PNW Pacific Northwest and we, like, visited all of uh, Oregon, Washington. We hit up all the national parks, did a lot of different stuff. Um it was Crater Lake, wasn't it, that we camped at? Yeah, so we didn't stay at one of the campgrounds. We went backpacking. Do you remember that? So yeah. we um, went to the backcountry office, got our permits, picked our, our campsite. And it was a lot of fun. Too. It was, yeah, it was really cold, though, I remember. Freezing. Um, but so anyway, this, nothing eventful really happened until um, <laughs> so we hiked back. So to yes. paint the picture, we hiked in on this trail for about a mile found our campsite off the trail camped there overnight and then in the morning we well hiked mind back. you when you're backcountry camping everything goes in your backpack everything that you're camping with your tent your chair clothes food everything that you need so it's about our bags are weigh about 20 pounds each probably so and this we we got up first thing in the morning it was freezing, so we just made our a hot tea and coffee, and then decided to we loaded hit the trail up and head headed out. So, so after uh, all that is said and done, I I load up my backpack and we're headed out on the trail to go to other trails, and there's nobody there. Like it was just us, very peaceful, very quiet. And as we were leaving that trail, there was another hiker that was coming up. And we, I mean, obviously we didn't know anybody else was there, but as she was passing us, we suddenly, <laughs> something smelled and it wasn't coming from me or Alexis. We'll just put it that way. But apparently it, it snuck up on me. And when that happened, I, I don't, I wasn't fully awake either. So I smelled it and I have a heavy backpack on me. It's early in the morning, so coffee hasn't hit me yet, and I just fell flat on my face. So, I <laughs> to be clear, this person, this hiker that passed us on the trail, passed gas. <laughs> she farted. She, she broke wind. <laughs> and then immediately after it Erica smelled me it, the face. it literally hit her, and she 
fell. And I'm like, I can't and take this. And I just tipped over. Okay. So the funny part about this is that when Erica fell, like my first instinct was to just start laughing because it's funny. Well, Erica had barely had any sips of her coffee yet. And she is not a morning person until she's had her coffee. So you, you can't talk to her. You can't Don't even def- look at you me. definitely can't laugh at her when she falls. <laughs> so I start laughing and then I'm like, I realize that she's not laughing. And it she, was full on embarrassment for well, me. I thought I thought maybe she was hurt or something, but it was just her pride. Just my pride. You know, that's fair. So she just she, she got up and she was. Filthy. shook it off like you were so dirty <laughs> and you just kept walking but nobody saw or anything it was just me but it was just funny because like as soon as we smell this and you just fall like it just like i thought it you hit just, me real quick like wow that's dramatic i mean it stung really bad but <laughs> why did you fall it was so bad <laughs> well especially then, when it's a smell that you're not familiar with what's even more funny is that i'm the clumsy one in this relationship so i fall no matter what like I will fall over nothing I'll trip over my own shoelace I will trip over nothing I mean and just and the second it happens to me I'm like I think we were even keeping track how much I how many times I fell on that trip and it's every it was I mean we we had gotten up to three or five at that point and we were only on day three of our trip so I felt I fall all the time and then she falls and I'm not allowed to laugh apparently it's because you're the one that falls all the time well, you hadn't had your coffee, otherwise you would have been. Yeah, you would that's, have thought it was that's funny. another story too. Yeah. You were cold and you hadn't had your coffee, so. And then I smelled somebody's ass. And okay, Erica. <laughs> oh my gosh. Sorry about that. <laughs> we'll fix it in post. <laughs> okay, with that, we're going to move on to our next <laughs> funny travel story. Um, this also happened in the um, Pacific Northwest last year. So this was heading into Washington. We, for two weeks, Erica and I camped just about every night. Like, I think we stayed in a hotel one night, maybe, maybe two. Um, But the other, whatever, 12 or 13 nights we camped and you get gross. Yeah. You get gross and like, you don't always have time or the ability to brush your teeth. So you kind of just do it whenever you can. Um, And for me, that, optimal time was apparently in the driver's seat driving a car at 70 miles an hour on the highway so yes ma'am no problem I'm just brushing my teeth as I'm driving and I gotta spit it out right at least you brushed your teeth yeah I that one well yeah I felt so gross like I had to do it right then I didn't have time to wait and see where I could brush my teeth next or where it goes. Yeah, to me, it's like better to brush my teeth on the road than it is in some gas station. That's just me. That's disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> when it came time to spit it out, I, I guess I hadn't thought it through. I was just like, oh, I'm going to brush my teeth and, and it's no problem. But I didn't have any <laughs> anywhere to spit it. So I rolled down the window and You're flying. I, well, yeah, I was on the highway. So 70 if, the, if well, if it was 70, it was probably going 80. But anyway, so I rolled down the window and I, I'm like, I can totally do this. I can spit. (laughs) You had so much confidence. Yeah. I was like, well, this is no, I have to do this. It's no problem. I rolled down the window and spit it out. I swear to God, I had the right aim, but if you're on a highway going 80 miles an hour and the wind is coming at, yeah. If the wind is coming the wrong direction, guess where that toothpaste is going? not outside not even on your car 
back at me and on my seat. <laughs> All it, over. It flew in my hair, on my seat, in the back seat. It was soaked. Yeah. How did it get back there? Because of the force. Oh, my. I'm spitting out the car window. What and a it, disaster. The wind apparently was coming at us, which I didn't know, obviously. I was apparently in the safe zone. Yeah. So, yeah, you were good. But I the the car was painted, I think, on the side a little bit. But most of it came back at me. So now I, I'm still driving. And now I have toothpaste all over my, my Glue hair, to your hair and in the whole car. And I can't, I can't do anything about it. So I just give Erica the toothbrush back. And I'm just like, well, I guess I'm just going to be disgusting until we get to wherever we're going to go. It's a rental. <laughs> yeah, we kept saying that. It's a rental. It's a rental car. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> it's fine. At least your teeth were clean. Yeah. So sometimes you just don't have a choice. But yeah. um, I think you ended up doing that too. You brushed your teeth in the car too. But I did. Did you? What, I don't remember what it happened. It didn't hit me. It hit the car? Yeah. yeah. It went all over. It streaked the windows. I mean, that poor car got <laughs> a beating. But to me, why did we... Why did we brush our teeth in a moving vehicle? Why didn't we at least just like do it in like a parking lot and then spit out the window that or out the door? Great question. I think it just, we just felt so disgusting in the moment. We're like, we don't even have time like, to stop. Right. I just need to do this. Middle of the day. We haven't brushed our teeth in like five days. We need to do this now because I feel so gross. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yeah. I probably won't do that again, but. No, because now we, we do it like when we're tent camping or whatever. Yeah. We just in the woods. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know why we, we did that too. Then. We did, but we were driving from point A to point B we just, somewhere, we had and we to. didn't. I don't know. Anyway, okay. What's don't our next? Don't do that. Learn from our mistakes. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Just brush your teeth in a normal place, not in your car. <laughs> um, okay, what's the next funny travel story we have, Erica? So another one that's popping up in my head is back when we lived in Indiana. By the way, we moved to Tennessee. That's where we live now. Uh, we went to a park called Channel Lakes, which is, yeah, it's in Fort Wayne, Cherubusco area. Anyways, was that the first time we went uh, tent camping? Very first time. Very first time. Probably a, six years ago, I think. What a great experience to start us off with, with tent camping. Yeah, well, first we had trouble just, like, setting up our tent, and the the person next to us, who ended up being the center of the story, was kind of poking fun at us and asking us if this was our first time setting up a tent, and I mean, yeah, we were noobs, but... Not a, offering a, to help. A little rude. He didn't offer to help, or whoever it was. They didn't yeah. offer to help, and so we're just, like, struggling over here setting up our tent, but then at night... Well, it was it was her and her kid, right? Or her and it her friend a whole and a family. Kid, you know? They there was a whole bunch of them. And they I mean they were loud all day. They were. Well, yeah, okay. So they were loud all day, which is fine cuz we're out hiking or doing whatever. So right. we're not like and we came back and we would have dinner, kind of relax, hang out. And then the moment we you know, close up shop and get ready for bed, all we hear from that point on until we wake up is her screaming at her daughter all night and and she had the most annoying voice and the way she her her daughter's name was madison and how do we know that because she was shouting madison literally just like that all night just 
We didn't hear Pete from her daughter or anyone else. It was just her screaming at her daughter for whatever reason. Yeah, so it could have been for a variety of reasons because I think at one point she was like screaming at her for reading a book or screaming at her for not going to sleep or right. whatever. Stupid. But it was the entire night and we had our dogs with us and we were all just like not able to sleep. Not because at all. We, that's all we heard. She was shouting at her daughter in that sing-song voice, literally, Madison! <laughs> Madison! As like, ridiculous so as it whiny. sounds, that's how it was for hours on end. That's yeah, and we're like, well, it, and it was kind of it was a hint of drunk in that in that tone. Probably, yeah. I yeah. mean, they, who knows what was I going mean, on? That over makes there. sense, but yeah. But then I think after that we were like, well, maybe we should just try to find campgrounds that are away from people. Yeah, like try to find a campsite that's further away from people, or just go backpacking. Yeah, and just have, get away from everybody. Yeah, but. <laughs> Speaking of backpacking, yeah. I guess we can talk about um, what happened in Red River Gorge. Yeah, we can go on to that. So that was our first backpacking trip, and that was like almost two years ago, I think. That was a lot of fun. I had a blast doing that. And same kind of situation where you, you pack in everything and you pack out. But for me, I, I had uh, some issues with this one. Thankfully, you didn't. I, there, there's zero issues. I do not know it's, why it's this an issue. was a thing. It is. I know that you're a lover of all that, but so we had a great time hiking, yada, yada, yada. And then we go set up camp. Yeah, we set up camp and then do whatever we got to do. And by the time we are heading into bed to call it a night, again, the second I close my eyes to the second I open them up, instead of somebody screaming Madison, it was a bird. And I know that sounds silly, but this was... One of the most annoying birds I've heard in my life. And I don't mind birds. I like birds. I will give you this. That bird did not start up his song or whatever. He didn't start doing that until we closed our eyes. And then as soon as we woke up, he was st- he stopped. So it was literally, he just did this all night. But it pissed me off. No, it... It was not that bad. I even but had the, a white noise machine on. Your reaction was the funny part of the story because you were so angry at that bird. It like you so were like, annoying. I can't stand that bird. I don't know why he's insisting on keeping me up. And it's like, it's just a bird. Like we are the ones who are in their territory. Okay. I get that. But, but you, like, but even days weeks obviously it's been two years and you're still worked up about it well, that is the funny, funny part is of the I story heard that bird all night long and the second the sun comes up i hear the other birds but they're they're pretty sounds they're relaxing they're soothing sounds this one was like begah! Begah! i was gonna ask you for an, an, an imitation of it so thank was that, you was that pretty good? um i guess so you think that summed it up yeah but it wasn't it was as, even more annoying i can't no, no, quite no. It, get that stretch of I can't. The only quote unquote annoying part of it was that it was doing it all night and but it was doing the same exact song over and over again. So isn't that kind of soothing rhythmic? Because it's like the second I could close my eyes and kind of have a moment of quietness, it started back up. It's kind of like when you have a baby and it's like, oh, it's finally asleep. And then it starts crying again and wakes you up all over again. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't find it annoying in the slightest and I'm just It was the most annoying experience. Yeah, that this is that's the funny part because you were so worked up about a bird. 
not just so every time kind of we go back i don't even know what kind of bird it was every time I, I we like go backpacking birds, you say i hope there's not a red river gorge bird here yeah i can't do that so i guess i'm gonna go backpacking in red river gorge by myself from now on yeah that's fine sure <laughs> All right, Erica, what is our next story? Um, should we talk about what happened at Mesa Arch in Canyonlands? Oh, my goodness. People are ridiculous. Okay, so um, if you guys don't know, Mesa Arch is one of the most famous arches in Canyonlands National Park, which is in Utah. So this Very iconic. Arch is iconic, yes. Everybody takes wants to take a photo of this specifically at sunrise. So they want to get the, the, the quote-unquote ideal photo is of the sun rising above the canyon and coming through the through the arch right yeah so every single photographer on earth wants to take that one I shot i mean i get it it's a really great picture you can easily google that and see what we're talking about but i mean this is what people flock to to get that ideal photo so since this is so popular at sunrise no matter what time of year you go it's going to be popular there you're gonna have a hard time getting a parking spot and it's going to be crowded so we got there I, I want to say it was in a good hour and a half before sunrise. Right. Like it was we, like 4 a.m., 3 yeah, 4. We, yeah, we got up at 3 or 4 a.m. We went um, to the trailhead. We got one of the last parking spots. Like that's how that crazy was it was. Insane. So so we get to the trailhead an hour, hour and a half before sunrise, and we're <laughs> it's already crowded. So we get to the trail. We hike in the dark with our headlamps. Oh, it was complete darkness, but at least the trail was short. Just to be clear, this was one of the coolest experiences that For we've sure. had because it was. I think it was our first time hiking in the dark and being able to see like that first break of light on the horizon was so pretty. It really was. It's like it's it was magical. All black and then that little strip of orange yeah. as we're walking, and only the light from our headlamps. It was so cool. And just all so, the arches around is. It's a really neat experience. Yeah. So we the trail is only about half a mile. I want to say. And we get to the the arch, the Mesa Arch. We can't really see it yet because it's still dark. Pitch but, black out. But yeah. we see a crowd of people. A Just ra- a like, horde of people, We yeah. can see all their silhouettes and then some of them even have their headlamps flicked on. And tripods everywhere. Tripods are set up, ready to go. People are there and they're ready. And we are still an hour plus away from sunrise. Yeah, we were just standing there watching because it's like, I, I can't see anything. But people are just shooting back, back and forth, back and forth. We thought maybe this, like, okay, this might be a little boring just to stand here in the dark for an hour with with nothing to do or nothing to look at. There oh, was, there was stuff to look there at. There were things to look at. Let me tell you that. Okay, so people, these, let me just preface this. These were all adults here. There were no kids, no, I don't even think there were any teenagers, like all adults with these tripods and they started bickering with each other. Actually, they, so I don't funny. think they started. I think that they, we, we walked in on the middle of arguments. Like it was happening for a while. Well, I feel like people were just, they weren't arguing at the person, but they were like talking about them and then that started arguments. Yeah. So they were all talking about each other, yeah. but really loudly, like where we could all hear. Very just, mature, right? like talking crap about these photographers who had their tripod set up. Like everybody's here for the same picture guys. Yeah. But basically they, these, um, these people were upset at the photographers for setting up their tripods and they were supposedly blocking the arch and so that they couldn't get their photo. But so I, I don't really have a side because I understand the side of the person who wants that picture. 
and the photographer's in the way, but you can easily go around them and get another photo. But at the same, it also, it's a very open space. Like you can yeah, move. It, this arch is huge. Like you could definitely get, we all made a semicircle around the arch. And even though there were 50 people, like we still had room. Everybody could still get a good angle of it. But the photographers had been there for who knows how long they obviously claimed their spot. They wanted to get this photo. Anyway, I'm not here to say what my side was. It was just the arguments back and forth. It was very humorous and childish at the same time. Yeah, they were arguing back back and forth. forth. Back and forth. Everybody was either taking pictures or talking about somebody like, oh, they're in the way. I can't get a picture. Like, you can't. Everybody's here for the same exact reason. So it's kind of just entertaining to watch all these adult people act like such kids. Watching the photographers defend themselves, watching the other people, you know, slander them. And it's like, you guys, we, yeah, we're all here for the same reason. We all want to get this photo. We all want to see this arch. Like, but you know what the best part of that whole experience was? After everybody left. (laughs) Yeah. And not just because it was like quiet or whatever. It was literally the best view that we could get. Yeah. So everybody, after the sun broke and we, everybody got that one picture under the arch they all left and so we were not we weren't the only ones left after the sunrise but there's a handful of people there but the best part was when everybody left and then the sunrise was it was it was up well yeah we got to watch like the canyon fill with like different colors i don't know what what people's thing was about just wanting to watch the, the sun break the horizon they but just wanted like a time lapse of it i guess they but all left they left right when it was getting good but the arguments happened all the way up until the sunrise like they everybody was everybody was picking sides you know they were defending the photographer or they were defending or they were in agreement with the person that was saying you know to get to move it was so funny and then people were trying to like quickly get photos under the arch and then they quickly ran back so they didn't get yelled at you know i just remember that girl that was next to us like every five seconds she would go out Take take another picture. Take another picture. She would dart to the arch, take a picture, come back. She got had her oh, she also had her um phone tripod set up underneath the arch to get a time lapse. I remember that. People yeah. reamed her too. And it's like <laughs> you guys are so childish. I was we were just laughing the whole time and we were like, This is you guys are all grown adults and we're all Quite trying to enjoy the same thing. But it kept us entertained until the sun rose. Mm-hmm. So there's that. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. But if you get a chance to see Mass Arch, go see it. For sure. It's really pretty. It's worth it. Um, all right. Our next funny travel story was when we went zip lining in Oregon. Definitely a bucket list item. I'll, I'll start with that. Yeah. I was actually kind of terrified to do this because I hadn't been zip lining before. So I didn't really know what to expect, but it was so fun. I knew you were going to have a blast. Yeah. So basically we did like, what, nine different zip lines and then a couple repels on one of the last ones. Um, we were on a zip line over the, um, wasn't it the longest zip line in Oregon? Yeah. Something or, or whatever. Yeah. It was for. one of the longest zip lines, yeah. you know, ever. So it was a very long <laughs> zip line and we were, we were zip lining over the, um, the kids area underneath us, like yeah. where, you know, the little kids can, can do like mini zip lines and like a adventure course. Just a cute little area. So that's part of the story because um, the our guides told us when we're ziplining on this particular line to shout something so that 
everybody knows below that you're having fun. Right. To kind of like, like they were encouraging entice like, people. Just have fun, shout whatever. Because it was all the it was the kids' course, and then probably where everybody was like hanging out, waiting to go on the zipline course, whatever. And people were down there, so they wanted us to shout something. I I don't even remember him mentioning that there was something below us. He just said it's fun to do. Yeah. So everybody did their normal, like they were shouting, they were you know said something like this is so fun as they were like zipline. Yeah, Calib- whatever. People were just <laughs> shouting dumb things. And then Erica decides to say something that Mind is you, not I, appropriate. I did not know that it was like a family event down below. I just heard. But like, you knew there were people. They down just there. said to shout something fun. I'm like, OK, perfect. And what did she shout? What, what, what did you shout, Erica? I shouted, I'm naked. Shouted. Like we, you it was the first thing I could think of. I don't know why you, and yeah, I didn't know there's people down below until after I'm like, Oh, all those families just heard me shout that, but they don't know who I am. So we're good. But you, you didn't think that we all heard you because no, we, we thought you, you thought, well, whatever you say, it's just for me and no, it's just it's going to go into the air. Nobody's going to hear it. But me and the guide and everybody else in our group who were waiting to go or whoever was left. I don't remember. I just remember at least the guide. And then one other person were like, did she just say, I'm like, Oh my gosh, I am so embarrassed (laughs) because she just shouted. I'm naked. And there's freaking kids down there hearing all of this. Cause if we heard you, the kids can probably hear you. And I'm like, sure. Didn't realize that. This is honestly like Erica. Aren't you so lucky? Yeah. You, you really just embarrass the crap out of me sometimes <laughs> for no reason. Like, I don't understand why you do things like this, but it keeps me entertained. I guess. Exactly. You're welcome. Well, this story is funny for you too. The next story, um, something funny for me, actually, that happened. This is to just you. another embarrassing moment. We went sandboarding in the great sand dunes in Colorado. Highly recommend. One of our favorite experiences. Yeah. Um, we this was our first time sandboarding obviously so we didn't know what we were doing and it was just fun to do we just picked like small dunes and we just we're having fun with our with our sandboards just like basically sandboarding is snowboarding but with sand right so we were just having fun tooling around and erica had out her gopro to like get some cool footage of she like went down the dune on her sandboard and she had her gopro I would record out. both of us on our sandboards going down the hill with the yeah. GoPro. So she had like her GoPro out yeah. like this recording herself. Like on a stick holding it out. And one of my favorite videos, because I was, I was sandboarding too, but I was behind you. Right. Um. So I wasn't really in the video for very long. I think I, I don't know. Anyway, the Just point imagine is. I have my nice sunglasses on. I got a backwards cap on, comfy clothes. I am just feeling good. She thought she was so cool like she's like i am riding high right now i am i'm doing this and then she just absolutely wipes out (laughs) it like the video is so funny because you can see oh i am just grinning ear to ear just flying high like this is so much fun guys and then the camera goes down (laughs) the camera oh the camera everything goes everything went down the the video is just like spinning and it, you could just know that you just absolutely tumbled and when you tumble on those dunes you just you just keep going oh, down yeah, all yeah. the way to the bottom there's no stopping you just got to take it all in all the way to the bottom of the dune <laughs> so that was funny Sand um, in my hair for days okay our next 
travel stories um, are going to be about my family. So my family, specifically my dad and my brother are so crazy. Like anytime that they are together and we are all together as a family on a trip on Always something happens with your family. Yeah. Like it's it, really funny. It's everything is so entertaining with them because they, you never know what's going to happen. What's going to happen or what they're going to say or do. Yeah. So a few things that have happened with them was we went to Arizona a couple of years ago. Yeah. We took a family trip there and we went to the zoo. Um, cause we had our, um, a little niece with us and she loved animals. So we thought what, Let's go through one of these. It was like a nature center or something. I don't know. Just a fun little activity. Little zoo. To do. Um, and we passed by. We were looking at the lemurs, and we were all admiring them and like, oh, they're so cute. Like our niece was looking at them, and then all of a sudden, my dad just spits I t- at I them. Saw him take a chug of water. And he <laughs> yeah, he spit at it. He he took a drink of water and then just spit right at the lemurs and we the best part of this is we have this on video because erica was recording this just as a regular like she was because like, she was, was filming a, a nice little family video she was just filming and yeah. thought oh i'll just get the lemur and our, everybody's reactions and all that and you see him take this drink of water and just and spit just right spit. and oh my gosh me you kelly which is the my sister-in-law and my that, mom are just like yeah we are looking around like, are you kidding me? Did you just do that? And we're, look, we're looking around hoping that nobody... Yes. So we have this all captured on video. And even though it happened a couple of years ago, we... We talk it. about it to this day. We talk about it all the time. And my dad is a VP of like a big <laughs> retail chain. And so... So professional. It is That just makes it even more funny because he's like, you can't publish. You can't post this on Facebook because... No. I'm just dying. But I got it for blackmail. <laughs> oh yeah, and it we still have that video, and we bring it up all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, but something else. Oh, oh my gosh. Well, I remember like my brother whipping a banana out the window, like in Sedona, and I seriously thought we were like some like a cop was gonna pull us over for littering or something, because I just remember I don't know. I remember there being a cop around. I thought, and then. And then when we drove past the intersection again, it was gone. And I'm like, what is going on? Like, it dissolved just, in the, to the ground. Basically, they just know how to embarrass the crap out of us, no matter what. That's very true. Like, But it's very entertaining. Like, we can't believe that they did it. And then, I don't know. I remember something else, like, um, in Arizona, we... We took the stroller for my oh niece my onto a trail. It started off paved or like just like yeah, graded dirt or something easy to take a stroller on. And then we got into like <laughs> so into the destroyed. red rocks and it was not a accessible trail, not a stroller friendly trail. And my dad is just like, <laughs> we took our niece out of the stroller right, right. and we're just, <laughs> she's not in it anymore, but no, it just got rocky and dirty and just, you couldn't really walk on it anymore. Not with a stroller anyways. My dad is just behind us with that stroller and it is just bouncing <laughs> around behind him. He's got it, like he's pulling it from behind Dang, and it's all just, these rocks. it's just, fl- I'm like, this stroller is not going to make it. I think he ended up ditching it somewhere too. Yeah, I'm like, hopefully it, it doesn't get stolen or something. We need like an off-roading stroller just put on marketplace oh my gosh you just never know with them i mean 
Because so we funny. also, we rented an RV for um, our trip to Minnesota yeah. this last year. And that was an experience in and of itself. Just like, because tri- none of us had ever driven an RV. No. So my entire family, like we went in this RV and drove <laughs> from Michigan to Minnesota. It was like 12, 13 hours. Kind of like the U-Haul. It doesn't drive very fast, or it's not supposed to drive very fast. No, it was it was quite the experience. But um, one of the things that happened was, well, my family we always have issues at toll booths. Like no matter what vehicle we're in or what where we're going, like we have issues, and <laughs> there's never anybody manning these toll booths either. No, that's what I don't get. Like you're gonna, you know, there's gonna be issues there, but nobody's ever there to help out. Yeah. So I. <laughs> We pull up in our big RV and pay the toll or attempt to pay the toll, whatever. Cause you know, it's got that arm in front of the toll booth. Like, so you can't go until you pay the toll. Right. right. So you either insert cash or a credit card and then you're supposed to just, the arm is supposed to move up and you're supposed to just go through. Right. Well, no, that doesn't happen with our family. Of course not. So, um, he insert, my dad inserts the credit card trying to pay for this toll and it keeps saying that there's some kind of error and obviously there's nobody around to help us. So, um, there's like a call button and you're supposed to call for, for help that way. And I think he pressed it a bunch of times and like no one was answering. I don't think those ever work. I don't know why they have them there. Well, finally we get a hold of somebody from that help button and it sounds like she's just like at her house. Like, do you remember that? Like, yeah, it didn't even sound like she was, who knows where she actually was. Cause she wasn't in the toll booth. <laughs> Might've been at home in her pajamas. Like, all right, what do you need? Like, and I'm you're like, not gonna help we're me, at your you? toll booth and we can't get through. <laughs> what do you want us to do? There's nobody manning this booth. And she's like, well, obviously you're doing something wrong. You're not putting your card in right. And I'm doing everything. And correctly. yeah, I'm assuming there are cameras there because they right. can see that we're inserting a card and nothing's happening. So she you know, there's cameras there because of what yeah. happens. Yes. So she keeps telling us that we're doing it wrong and Keep she trying. can't she can't do anything because yeah, yeah. and we're at the same we're like we know you can lift the arm i'm about for to bust through this because with the we RV have if you don't help right so that was that was one of the options <laughs> and i'm like okay well, we can't just ram through this so i get out i'm Little in the passenger you. i'm in the passenger seat of this rv and i get out and i start manhandling this uh <laughs> arm trying to get it to open you should kind of so, describe your your stature like what do you mean? Tall, skinny, white girl coming out to lift oh, up. Oh, yeah. His- as if I'm going to be able to do it. But my, my the point was I was like <laughs> trying to jiggle it and move it around. Because right. I knew they had cameras. So I knew if they saw somebody trying to. <laughs> I figured, okay, well, if you're not going to let us through, I'll just break it. Right. And then we'll get through. We're going to get through either way. It's just a matter of if you want me to damage How your property. Do this. Yeah. So I. Oh, my gosh. I. <laughs> I just start like wiggling this whole thing and like violently trying to open this arm. And then all of a sudden I hear my dad shouting at me to get in. And I'm like, I'm not done yet. I'm try- I'm going to keep doing this. He said, get in, get in the RV. I'm like, what? I realized that the arm is now opening and I didn't, I didn't do it. It's opening automatically. Like this lady finally like saw me on camera probably. probably. And then was like, oh my gosh, this lady's crazy. I'm just going to open it for her. <laughs> So I quickly get in the RV get in before it goes down and we, yeah, we just sail right through before the arm closes on us. <laughs> so now we know what to do when that happens. Just send Lex out. Well, yeah, it's a, that's happened before though with my family. Like uh, there's a history of us getting out of the car and manhandling the arms and 
the thing is that's not our first option there's obviously been a series yeah. of events before that where nobody's <laughs> helping us what do you want me to do i i can't i got people behind me i have right, no i can't go forward and i can't cars. go backward what would you like me to do right so anyway that just gives you a little sneak peek about what it's like to travel with my family um <laughs> the kind of shenanigans that we get up to very unique experiences yeah that's for sure <laughs> so um i guess since we're kind of on that topic um of my family we were all in um i think it was florida yes I remember we that. went to florida a couple years ago and um we went to this like it was like amusement park kind of deal. Yeah, this little amusement park. It was kind of for our, our niece, but kind of for like us grown kids, you know, because my brother and sister in law are a little bit younger than us, and so we were all just kind of having fun. Just and um, my dad wanted to get us all like tickets to go do all these different rides and things, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this should be fun. So we did like a zip line, and then we there's had one like a, a bumper cars, but you're on water. Bumper boats, bumper yeah. Boats. So us grown adults decide me it's me, Erica, mm-hmm. my brother and sister in law. We all get in these boats. We're there's no luckily there's no kids or anything, so it's not like we're just even though I don't think it matters, but we all walk up to this attendant and we're like, we're ready to go on the bumper boats. And this guy's <laughs> looking at, it. he's probably like, I think he was like a teenager or something. He was like, he was like you guys are going on the bumper boats. Okay. Bunch of hooligans. Yeah. Like these guys, this should be fun. So it, it was fun. Like it, it turned out to be really fun. Like we were all having a great time. There was just four of us in there. And <laughs> I remember that I kept, apparently I didn't listen to instructions because the guy gave us instructions. Um, to on what to do if we keep spinning right i guess and so i didn't i didn't listen so i kept like helpful tips and instructions on how to how to use this this was before we got in the boats though i think so when we're on the boats we were kind of away from him and there were no instructions given on the on the water but if you guys have driven bumper boats before you know that you can kind of get caught in that circle, right? Where you just keep going round and round and round. And apparently there is a way to get out of that. And that is by turning the wheel the other way or something. Yeah, I don't that's know. That's what he was trying to, trying to say. But apparently while we were out there and I was just making a fool of myself, just spinning in circles <laughs> as you guys were all having fun and hitting each other. I am just spinning on, on the corner, you know, by you myself. By yourself. <laughs> like you I'm getting mad because I can't get out of it. Apparently this attendant is telling my parents that I um, didn't listen to instructions and I'm one. What did he say? What was the phrase? Like three out of 10? He's like, yeah, three out of 10 people don't listen to instructions. And he kind of was just like tapping, tapping his foot like this idiot, right? (laughs) Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this it was just funny. Meanwhile, you're in the background just spinning, spinning. (laughs) It was a great time. It was entertaining. It always is. Yes. Um, okay. So I think we only have one more story for you guys um, for right now. This is the most recent one that this, we can think of. Yes. This story is the most recent. Um, we Paint were, us a picture. We were in Joshua Tree National Park and we went camping um, at Jumbo Rock, which was such a cool campground. Yes, it was. By the way, that is our dog in the background barking. Yeah. You I, I probably can hear her. I feel bad. But not really. Not really. No. Um, <laughs> Get over it. So we 
got to our campsite and we were actually, there was nobody next to us. And so we thought, cool, maybe we'll get this like whole area to ourselves. Cause we kind of had some privacy with our, um, with the big boulders that were around our site, yeah. but, um, there was still a campsite right next to us. And so if somebody stayed there, we would obviously be able to see and hear them. So, um, for the longest time, like nobody came and we're like, oh my but gosh, I knew, like, but we knew cause it's crowded all the time. Like right. there's, there's no way that this isn't sold out. And it's a smaller campground and it's a nice area. So, you know, yeah. that somebody was going to be there. So we are sitting, I think we're sitting at like our picnic table or mm-hmm. something, or we're setting up camp or something. And we see this, um, truck stop right in front of our campsite. And then another truck with pulling a camper trailer. He had a massive, massive trailer. trailer. I'm like, I don't know where this dude plans on going. Well, he just stops in front of our campsite and they, I think they were getting out to like go to the, um, bathroom mm-hmm. right across from our campsite. Yeah, so we the thought it came out of the RV and like, Hey, there's a bathroom. Go ahead. Go, go, go. Yeah. So they were kind of blocking the whole road and like people were, the traffic was like backed up because people it, were trying to get to their campsites. It's a and small so, uh, parking lot too, like everywhere. So it's right. like, dude, you can't really stop here. You got to, you got to move, like right. get going. So, um, we, we're kind of joking with each other and we're like, well, what if this person is our neighbor? Like, like that would be no the wor- way, right? That would be the worst because we just saw all these kids pile out to go to the bathroom and we're like, oh my gosh, this is going to be crazy. trucks, RVs, kids. I'm like, there's yeah. no way. They're not going to fit here. They can't be us, right? Well, um, turns out they were our neighbors because <laughs> when they were done in the bathroom, done tooling around, they... They st- what did they do first? Did they start well, trying didn't to? Well, did they um come to us and oh, ask yeah. us? They they said, um, is this your campsite or do you have this this parking space reserved, the one next to our car? And right. I was like, no, that's for the other mm-hmm. campsite. And he's like, oh, okay, cool. So that's us. <laughs> and I'm like, oh like, no, are you, are you kidding me? No, 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 no. How are you gonna fit here? Well, yeah, because so not only were we thinking of all the kids that were piling out and how it was gonna be just crazy, but they also had this huge trailer that plus two trucks yeah that were there because were only it was him and another guy like another family or something yeah yeah there was only um they only had two spaces for themselves but these spaces were just for regular vehicles like they weren't for trailers right or campers or anything like they didn't reserve the right site i don't think because no our suv barely fit in the spot right. let alone like a 24 rv or whatever it was this was definitely a vehicle parking space, not because right. there was RVs. There were it was RVs way in sites. the back. They hadn't gotten there yet, right? So, so we kind of told them we were like, um, I don't know if this is an RV site. Like, I don't know what. Like, if you guys are going to be able to fit, like, we, they were kind of talking back and forth, trying to figure out how to like fit their how RV and this? two trucks in there. And I'm like, well, there's only two parking spaces, and we know that you have three total vehicles. So one of them's for sure not fitting, but the RV isn't going to fit either. Well, the other truck, so, the other guy ended up going to a different spot down the way, but there's still the the brother or whatever that had his truck and the long RV. Right. I didn't understand where us. they went because I thought they were all together. But anyway, they start backing up their RV into this space and it. they tried, they were doing this for an hour at least. Yeah, just back and forth, just trying to Straightening maneuver out, all trying of this. to get it I'm in like, there. Are they going to hit our car? Because there's not much space in this whole parking area, let alone our cars are there. They were so close to hitting our car. And it was a rental. And we're like, okay, well, what? But we didn't want that to happen. But at least we're like, it's a rental if it happens. Yeah. So we were just like watching them. And we didn't know what to do because we're like, we don't know how to back up an RV. I I don't know how to steer. They had plenty of people in their family. 
So we're just kind of watching them, kind of not, kind of watching our car to make sure they're not hitting him. They end up parking. They end up getting it parked hours later. They parked like diagonal and they yeah, took up so much space. I was going to say the so RV much was space. coming out away and then the, the truck was coming off of that, but it was like towards the, the campground, like a V shape. Yeah. And they set up camp as if they were going to live there or at least be there for months. Like seriously, they had everything just strewn like toys bikes coolers totes you know all this stuff just strewn everywhere they had like canopies tents i'm like oh my they gosh they had to be homeschooling them the yes. way that they were living there and being there like yeah and i thought well that's great that's a great family vacation and you can even you know homeschool your kids while you're there and get some work done and all that like good for you guys yeah it was super cool so it was fun but this that was just part of the funny part and then um just all night, those kids were just running around screaming, and they were having a great time. It wasn't time. just a couple of kids either. No, there were at least four. Yeah, of all ages, too. Yeah, and they From were just... From baby to teenager. But they thought that... So once it kind of got dark, which it got dark early. Right. Um, Like, 6 o'clock. So they started running around our campsite. Like, I didn't know if they knew that they were not in their campsite anymore. I don't but think they cared. They were just they kids were being kids, playing just running around. tag and hide-and-seek in our campsite, and I'm so... <laughs> So we just decided to like hang out in our tent because we're tired of like, I'm not dealing these with kids. this crap. <laughs> and so once we're in our tent, though, they start surrounding our tent and they're like, like, oh, they're inside their tent now. I can mess with them. Yeah, they're they're literally like talking about us right outside, right our outside tent. our tent. <laughs> or just trying to play games or whatever. Listen to a podcast in the. Yeah. Tent. And I remember them like banging on our tent with yeah. their palms and they're like get out, get out. We know you're in there. Like, I don't, like they wanted to play or something. Right. And they were snickering and then they run away and then they come back and hit our tent and leave. I know. (laughs) And then, um, they, the the parents obviously had no idea that they were over there. I don't know, but we were, no, they were out there boozing up and grilling their steaks. Yep. And so, but then you remember you, you kind of played back with them. You, you said, well, yeah, cause they were, they're, were, they're being playful, kind of teasing around. I'm like, okay, if you guys are going to be so playful when you can't see me, when I'm in my tent, I'm going to play back. So yeah. they're running around, screaming around our tent and we're just trying to play our games. And so I'm like, you know what? I want to be funny. And I just decided to say, Marco. And then you could hear like snickering. I heard the little girl kind of giggling and I'm like, is she going to say it back? Is she going to say it back? And then in her like cute little voice, she just goes, Polo. <laughs> and then she runs away. Like I can hear her feet like just running away. kind of laughed at it like, oh, that was cute. Yeah. So that was fun. They started like singing Sweet Home Alabama all night. All that night. was like in their head. I don't know. But those kids, they were just, they were driving us nuts. That's just part of the experience of tent camping though. Like you have to be in a front country campground. You just have to be prepared for things like that. And anyway. It was, it was a good time. It was fun. Yeah. So that has, uh, I guess we've gone quite a bit on this episode. So um, we're going to wrap this up yeah. now. But that. We just um, kind of wanted to share some funny stories. Like it's. Yeah. Yeah. Our funny travel stories. There's um, always I'm, something in every trip, right? Yeah. So I'm sure we'll have another episode like this down the road with new stories or things that we didn't think of today. But. Um, for sure. We have a lot of stories. So. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's all for now. We'll be back. Thanks for listening, guys. I hope that you guys enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed telling them. Yes. Until next time. Bye, guys. See ya.